Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in our daily podcast here on Answers for Today. We're in Proverbs chapter 12. Exciting day as each and every day we have a chance to gather together to study God's word. Today we're in verse number 23 we'll begin with where it says, A prudent man may conceal knowledge, but the heart's heart of the fool proclaims foolishness. And so he says, you know, there's a contrast again between the foolish and the prudent or the wise man. He's going to hold things in his heart longer. He's going to consider a matter. He's going to think about things. He's actually going to pray about things. You know, when you see things happen within your life, you know, it's not necessarily to be like a fool who just kind of you react as a, like a reactionary guy that where he sees a situation, he's going to say what he thinks right away. A godly man's going to consider a matter. He's going to think about it, and he's going to pray before he acts or say th- says things. As he goes on in verse 24, he says, The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to, for- to forced labor. Of course, when this was written, it talks about uh, a time that was different than ours now. Uh, all the way back for the Egyptians, they had slaves, and that was a normal thing. If you didn't work or if you couldn't find work, well, there was always work on uh, out there in the forced labor where you were building monuments or what you might have been building roads. And he says, that's good. what's going to happen to you. He says, but the hand of the diligent, he says, he's going to rule. And there's something about diligence, how God honors and God blesses diligent in your own personal life, diligent in your work, that you're not afraid to work. And you're going to, as Paul tells us there in uh, Colossians, he tells us, and whatsoever you do, do wholeheartedly unto the Lord and not the man. So you're going to do it to please God, and you're going to do it with all your heart unto him. And so he tells us there is a contrast between a diligent person, a lazy person, and the result of their life is one's going to rule and one's going to be forced into labor. As you go into verse 25, you see a major shift in what he's talking about. As he talks about the heart here now, and I think this is so important for us to take a close look at because he talks about anxiety. You know, one of the anxieties, one of the leading areas of health concerns that the medical field has and it really affects many not only non-believers but Christians as they have struggle with an anxious heart the anxious heart that as we'll see here leads to depression and they can't seem to get out of it I'd like to share with you some few thoughts on this let's read the verse first where it says anxiety of the heart of man causes depression but a good word makes it glad. And, and so he talks about the anxious life, the anxious life that will lead really to depression. And let's take a little closer look at it where it says anxiety in the heart of man. And so he's saying it's not on the surface level or in our mind that we get anxious for things. But if we allow it to sink down into our hearts, we allow it to start ruling our hearts. He says that's what leads to depression, because with that then comes no hope, and no hope in the situation. 
Maybe if you find yourself in this right now where you've allowed the cares of this world, the problems of this world, everyday life to overwhelm you, where you feel that sinking feeling where it just kind of got you down, where you feel anxious. And, and, you know, again, you know, being anxious about things at times when things come up on a surface level is one thing. But it's another thing when we allow that to rule our day. If you're dealing with anxiety, if you find a situation difficult, you maybe worry about your job situation, your living situation, or whatever might comes comes up. Peter tells us that we should cast our cares upon him before because he cares for us. So everything that comes to us, we should be taking it to God in prayer. And then as it comes and fills our mind again, what are we what should we do? Well, we should cast it again under the Lord. Get God involved in it. But we don't allow it to sink down into our hearts. Because as we see here, it leads to depression. It leads to hopelessness. And what I see in this scripture, what it does is overshadows the promises of God in our life. Let me say that again. Our anxiety, if we allow it to sink deep within our heart, overshadows the promises of God in our lives. Let me read you what we should do during anxious times. We read it earlier in Proverbs chapter uh, 3, verse 5. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. That's, that's, something, that's something that we should be doing. Leaning under our own understanding, trying to figure out a situation. Should we do this? Should we do that? What are we going to do? What if somebody says this? And, you know, we could go on and on and on. It just fills our mind and we get so anxious about things. Here we see in Proverbs the simple resolution, but whatever is coming up in your life this week, that we should trust in the Lord with what? Notice what it says. All your heart. And so what we saw there in Proverbs 12, if we allow anxiety to get carried away in our mind, it sinks deep within our hearts, and we're not able to see the promises of God. As he goes on, he tells us, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Notice that everything that we're doing, all of our concerns this day, that we acknowledge God in the midst of it. Do we believe that all things work together for good, for those who love God and called according to his purpose. See, the, the man that's filled with anxiety, the man who has allowed it to seep, sink deep within his heart, has lost sight of that promise that God's working things for good, even though we can't see it at that day, at that time or that moment. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. God has not lost sight of you. He has not lost sight of directing you, leading you, guiding you in all that you do. And then he exhorts us. He says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Otherwise, don't be thinking that you're more than what you are, how you need God's help. In these difficult situations, they might seem like catastrophic, huge. But in God's eyes, are are they really that difficult? He said, don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Then as you go into the New Testament, Paul 
really lays it on the line for us there in Philippians chapter 4. He really encourages us. He says, be anxious for nothing. Otherwise, don't be filled with care. Don't be filled with anxiety. I really want to help you here today in this. I hope you're getting this. I don't want to see any of you or hear of any of you filled with depression. Not when God sits upon the throne. Even as Paul that was going through very difficult times, talking about a man that should be depressed, how many times he was beaten, how many times he was stoned, how many times he was left for dead. But yet he's telling us here to be anxious for nothing, but everything. And here's the resolution. How to deal with anxiety that leads to depression. If you want to stop this in your life, he says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to who? To God. That you take time, as I said earlier, what Peter said and what Paul says here, that we take time to pray, to get involved, get God involved, allow him to work within our lives, to allow him to speak to us. He says the net result is not going to be depression. No way. No way. This is good news for you. As he says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart, notice, and mind through Christ Jesus. It'll put that protector, protector bubble wrap around your mind and your heart when you put God and get God involved. Because the enemy wants to continue to, you know, shoot darts at you. The problem's probably still there. It's not saying it's dissipated. But as you pray, you know that God's involved. And if God's going to be involved with your life and help you along the way, you know things are going to work out. And that's why down in your heart, all of a sudden you have this tremendous hope, the hope in God, that God's going to work everything to good because we simply love him. I hope that this day would be an encouraging word to you as we study God's word together. I'm looking forward to being with you tomorrow. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.